Hey, welcome to our pocket dimension of the internet. We're no dice. I'm Ben. This is Derek. Say spaghetti, Derek. Spaghetti is Classic. not as good as tortellini, but far and away better than lasagna. And also today we have our good friend of the show, Javier. Have you ever had that spaghetti that has a hole in the middle of it? No idea how they make it, but it's uh, it's got a different name. Can't remember it, but it's exactly like spaghetti, but it's got a hole in the middle of the spaghetti. Oh uh, yeah, different, we call that different Twizzler texture. Spaghetti. Interesting texture. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Hey. <laughs> yeah, Javier's a friend of the show. He was a guest DM on a lost season of Chaos and Dragons. Uh, that for various reasons mostly lost audio but some other reasons uh not gonna air so if you hear us reference stuff about javier this is the javier (laughs) um we apologize for referencing stuff that we didn't know wasn't gonna air derek how was your day um it was long but it was it was very enjoyable i'm looking up pastas right now because i now have to find what this name is of spaghetti that's been twisted and so come to me it'll come to me back it'll come back well, now oh, I'm yeah. just getting hungry, <laughs> and I just ate ribs. <laughs> it is that time. Well, we've had no new Patreon subscribers, so you know what happens Thanks. next, Derek. Oh, no. Wait, can I just make fun of them for being freeloaders and we leave it at that? <laughs> no, no, I'm here now. So uh, I'm going. Javier, I'd like to um, apologize in advance. Uh, is it is it Gemelli? G-E-M-E-L-L-I? Oh, that's the stuff right there. I'm definitely asking Javier. Oh, I'm just letting you know it's delicious. It's not Jamelli. Ah. Well, Jamelli is delicious. All right. Hey, I'm back here for my advice podcast column, Ask UG, with Derek and today Javier. You're welcome to lend your expertise. My apologies if my voice sounds a little different. uh, I'm kind of losing it. I was practicing... A, uh, I was practicing a character who's undead, and I spoke with it a lot today, and my voice is kind of going, so that's why I sound like this. Also, nice to meet you, Javier. Is it? <laughs> What'd you say? Is it? I don't... Am I, am I meeting you? Who yeah, am I yeah, meeting? for sure. I'm, I'm Uncle Grandpa. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard many... Um, thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> I'm Derek's Uncle Grandpa. If you listen to the first season of the podcast, or well, the second season of the podcast, both of them, you can hear me, so that's my plug for this. All right, into the action. Well, Cause hey, cause Uncle see- Grandpa, I, I have a, actually a quick question for you, Uncle Grandpa. Yeah, what's up? Uh, have you ever had bucatini pasta? It's um, like spaghetti, but it has a hole in the middle of it. Ah, uh, yeah, bucatini, we, we, that's what we're looking for. Yeah, we call that uh, Twizzler pasta. No one calls it that but you and, and apparently uh, Ben, who are the same the, person. <laughs> in the soup kitchen for the Church of Uncle Grandpa, we rotate through all the pastas. Oh, yes. Uh, Javier, you might this. He runs a cult. Um, it's fine, though. No, no. The cult got broken up by the FBI years ago. Now this is a new, real religion called the Church of Uncle Grandpa. If you have to insist it is a, quote, new real religion, that just screams cult to me. I am no cult expert, but that's what it seems. 
I mean, we worship like a deity that you can like talk with. I don't know what I don't know what your problem with is. Anyway, gotta get to this letter, which I totally have right here in front of me. Oh good. This better be a real letter this time and not you ad living. <laughs> Yes, I got him to break. I got him to break. That's all I care about. I got to drink some... I got to drink some tea. All I care about is getting Ben to break as he's Uncle Grandpa. It just makes me so happy. All right. That's better. Javier, feel free to not help him with advice, and instead of giving advice, just do sarcastic quips like I do. It's a lot of fun, trust me. (laughs) You can keep that in. Dear Uncle Grandpa... Wait, did he say something I couldn't hear, Javier? Um, it, I could you? Uh, is this a trick question? Dare come out here? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Hear what? All I uh, heard was Javier saying how wonderful Uncle Grandpa is. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. That's that's. I heard silence, but I assumed that that's what the silence meant. So what I heard, what I felt, though, I didn't. You know, I heard that, but what I also felt was definitely the flames of hell licking his feet because he was lying. <laughs> Got you. Well, sometimes hell leaks out, and you got to put it back in its place. So call the exterminators, but for devil problems, if you feel the flames of hell licking your feet, it's not good. They should be looking other things. But make sure you call around and get good quotes because you don't want to get ripped off. Yeah, just of course not. Just because hell's looking at your feet. You don't want to <laughs> have a demon exterminator yeah. rip you off. Yeah, just because they have a holy symbol, don't assume they're a real paladin. Classic <laughs> mistake. That's one of the classic blunders. Anyway, dear Uncle Grandpa, myself and 20 other colleagues have recently left our aviation's labor union because we want to form something new. And we know that you have recent experience with forming a new organization. So we wanted to hit you up for your advice for structural issues and how to keep the integrity of the organization on track and have good vision. Any well, help first thing would is be to appreciated. Do is, uh, eat from because you want good vision, even though it's a myth. But anyway. From 21 Pilots. I'm so mad. <laughs> how did I not see that one coming? <laughs> I have been able to mostly predict these, but that one, uh, I was too busy making a carrot joke. Yeah, yeah, and then you—you you are a pilot, so you might have actually been thinking pilots. about the actual. Yeah, that I was—I was like, oh, planes. Union, yeah, I like which planes. is like actually a, they have like one of the best unions, so like no reason for them to leave. I'm oh, sorry, this is Uncle Good. Hey, get off here! This is my <laughs> bit. All right. So first off, what you got to do is you got to have a clear vision statement. Then you got to look up the five dysfunctions of team for your leadership team. Make sure that you're hitting all of the functions of team and none of the dysfunctions. And then read Nonviolent Communication by Marshall Rosenberg. And then you're good to go. Derek, you're just typing. Javier, you got anything to add? (laughs) It's a life-changing book. Nonviolent communication by Marshall Rosenberg. That looks like a really old guy. Let's see if it's the guy. Yep, that dude. He's not going to listen to this, so I can make fun of him. But that guy is old. (laughs) He's an old guy with good ideas. All right. 
It's how it happens sometimes. All right. Well, that's it for this week. If you don't want to hear me, subscribe to the Patreon. If you want to hear a real letter, <laughs> hit us up at the Twitter <laughs> at actually no dice on Twitter. I love that you admitted it finally. Now. Also, oh my gosh, if we got someone who was like, should I subscribe and pay, I don't know, eight cents or whatever it is? Nah, I'm going to write a letter though and pay 52 cents to mail it. <laughs> I mean, I don't actually want a letter mailed to at actually no dice at Twitter. I want people to reach out to us at our Twitter. But how are you going right. to get a letter? It's like, what Peace is out. Twitter? I'm 140 gone. characters or do they, then they double it? 280. You got 280 characters. You can't write a letter in that. Write a letter and then take a picture of it and then send it to him. All right. Well, that was Uncle Grandpa. Um, enough of that. And so, uh, Javier, while you're here, would you mind rolling the chaotic law for today? Chaotic law law, for everyone who doesn't know. Uh, Chaotic law is a special rule that all of the players have to abide by for the duration of this session. It can be real good. It can be pretty annoying. Yeah, uh, the most annoying ones are you lose a gold piece every time you ask a question, and uh, you have to sing every line you say. Those are the two most annoying ones. The rest of them I can live with. I got a... uh... Derek, do you know what number 14 is? He changes it constantly. So okay. say 14 something good, fingers crossed. Uh, this one is called Accents. Uh, PCs must speak with an accent when not delivering character dialogue. <laughs> All right. How? Um... <laughs> an accent that is not our own. To, to uh, presumably. Correct. Okay. Yes. Um, so also, Javier, do you have a. Good luck, Totem, for today. I do, yeah. Um, I knew that this is a, a, a very puzzly little campaign going on. So I have a puzzle cube. Wait, this is a distinct campaign? from the Rubik's Cube. Oh, but, very cool. Uh, it is, uh, it's just a two-by-two two Rubik's Cube. All right. Well, you will have, your character will have advantage on investigation or intelligence checks that are attempting to solve a physical puzzle. See, you saying Rubik's Cube makes me think of the only other movie that every uh, high school plays constantly, and that is Night at the Museum, when uh, Achman Ra's dad is like, the cube of Rubik, and now that's stuck in my head. So uh, thanks for that, Javier. do love that movie, though. And without further ado, what say you we play some Deos and Kragans? R.I.P. in peace, Robin Williams. Diving back into the action, we will leave Drek and Special Agent Shepard on their train. Oh, you betcha. And we will... (laughs) We are in in the headquarters of the Ministry of Internal Affairs. There is someone in a dark room being interrogated by... Well, they were just being interrogated by Javier's character. Javier's character was was paged to let them know that there's a piece of information that they need to know. So they walk out of the room, and they they meet the um, 
the other member of another drone from um, MIA. And that drone is, um, that hive mind is called uh, Connie. So you get to talk huh? with Connie. Uh, Javier, would you like to, did you have any thoughts on, so the hive minds, as previously mentioned, they're all going to be bald and um, human looking besides the fact that they are blue. <laughs> uh, what beyond that do you have characteristics of like how your particular um, hive mind dresses or anything like that? And what's your character's name? Yes, yeah, so, well, uh, my character's name is Agent Cage. And uh, unlike other hive minds, uh, he does uh, wax his eyebrows down as the best he can. Uh, oh. I suppose that uh, all of his drones are wearing quite the same look, a button-up with a tie loosened just a bit, upper, upper collar button undone. The shirt, shirt sleeves are quickly rolled up uh, the forearms uh, to give a, a professional, but uh, the kind of look that says, I've been working this shift for too long today. <laughs> that's a real that's a <laughs> specific look. I like it. So across all drones, you could your drones could dress differently. Some hive minds are like, you know what? They're all going to dress the same. And some hive minds are like, uh, different different outfits for different um, different herpaderps, uh, different outfits oh, sure. for different jobs. And then some of sure, them are like, I will obsessively it. make each one. I think it's just Claire. I think Claire is just like every single one of us will be different. I'm sure it would be difficult to find matching shirts and matching neckties for all of my drones. But uh, well, I mean, no matter the what who, they are, the people who make them are also drones, so probably not. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll let the drones drone. spice it up a little bit. But no matter what uh, pattern of necktie they have, it's always kind of in the same uh, state of disarray. Cool. You you are all the drones. Like It's like one hive mind, so... It's just you picking slightly different outfits for all of you. Oh, that actually seems tougher than just having the same <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's drone. exhausting. <laughs> Can you imagine dressing all 60,000 of you? <laughs> like, oh, what you what if uh, one of them the same loses a, What if one of them loses a tie in the middle of a uh, battle or the line of duty? Or uh, there's sure. a coffee stain on, on a shirt or something? Yeah, they're like different, yeah, different like little bitty things that are different, but overall, you know what, Cage, the same attempted one. Exactly. Agent Cage doesn't particularly care. So if something happens, Excellent. and if it changes to be a different necktie or a different button-down or a different pair of trousers, doesn't uh, it's all the same to him. All right, cool. It's all so, too uh, tight, because he's been working this shift for far too, too... long. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> uh, so uh, Connie comes in, and Connie's... Um, I've never seen a bald librarian before, I don't think. Um, but Connie comes in, and 
they are bald. But other than that, look kind of like a librarian. They wear glasses, even though like they could just make clones that don't need glasses. <laughs> and they do make <laughs> drones that don't need glasses, still wearing glasses. Um, have uh, like a cardigan over a blouse um, that doesn't have like a, a white blouse that's got that like that widespread collar at the top that goes over the cardigan and then um, dress slacks and comfortable shoes with uh, no-show socks. Uh, and she comes in and says, we have just gotten new information. The inn has put a wanted alive bounty out on someone matching the description of Abner Pursuit. Oh, oh. You're not there, Derek. I know. I'm just upset. <laughs> What's your accent, Derek? Oh, yeah. I'm upset there, eh? <laughs> oh, you sound just like, oh, uh, you're just taking me out to my route, eh? Oh, where are you going, Derek? Oh, going to scooch by you. Don't mind, don't you know? <laughs> Would you like some uh, cheese? I eat cheese there, right? That's a thing. That's yep, Wisconsin. Cheese. Whatever. Same difference. My route's in Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin. Minnesota, Minnesota, same thing. Yeah, I was I was trying to practice an accent. I was like, all right, the way to get out of the water here is to make it a fantasy accent and then crank it up to 11. And then you're like, yeah, this is a fantasy accent that's just like super stereotypical. <laughs> like this sort of northern accent. And then as I got out of the car from practicing it, went into a super one. And the lady at the the the, the lady checking me out, the clerk was at a 13 <laughs> out of a lot cranked it up to 13 as her normal voice is like i cannot overdo this accent <laughs> i don't know what to do with this <laughs> uh anyways uh what did you before before we interrupted <laughs> you what did what did uh what did agent cage say ah an interesting turn of events Yes. Would you like to check it out, or shall I? Hmm. I think it would be best if I go and search for him and question Abner Pursuit to see if he has any connection to the inn. Yes. I will stay here and work it from this end. You do the in-person, and I will do the brain stuff. And then she looks at you like she thinks she's smarter than you and really wants to prove it. Definitely office rivals. Also, you're one of, you're one of three hive minds that runs the entirety of internal affairs. Uh, there's also Conrad, and you're glad he's not here because Conrad is just, like, intense constantly. They every Everyone has monotone, and so... Hers is like sleepy. Um, I've been working this graveyard shift too long. <laughs> uh, yours is, uh, I've been working this shift too long. And his is like, I am a drill sergeant. We have just found the private we were looking for. <laughs> I'm going to talk some sense into him. Oh, oh yes, yeah, of course. Know. But to be gonna clear, uh, Agent Cage's uh, tone is uh, perpetually puzzled. That is what his tongue is. Got you. Very cool. 
All right, so you reach out in your mind. You you know that special agent um, Shepard has already been assigned to pick up Abner Pursuit and bring them back to uh, HQ in order to be a witness in your current investigation. Um, but with this new news, you feel it's even more urgent to give as much support as you can. So you. Reach so out. I know where Abner Pursuit is at the moment. You know approximately. You so you search out for all your drones that are in the Catalyst One area to see if you have any. Um, Agent Shepard checked in uh, as he always does. Uh, whenever he's out on a mission, he there's a specific type of uh, message spell technology that he's able to just like got picked up the witness thrown to my protection now got the tickets boarded we're on our way text again when i get service <laughs> um and so you know that they've boarded the train and so now it's a mental exercise to see of all your dormant drones to see if you have any of them on the train so if you wouldn't mind go ahead and roll a d10 for me and then have it rounding down Or have it writing, rounding up. Or oh, rounding up to what? Just have it. Basically, you're rolling a D5, sorry. Oh, a D5? and then Yeah, but a, but a, if you do a D10 and then have the result, it's a D5. Oh, round up to the next even number? Yeah. Or, oh, just ha- half it? Oh, yeah, half what? it. I got you roll the one? Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's one. Okay, but cool. I, I, uh, I, to be clear, I rolled the one on the D10. Is that just Excellent. the one that you're looking for? Yes. Okay. So that tells me all I need to know. So you, you do find uh, on this train, you have one drone, and they are in the front of five cars. You do not know which car Drek and Special Agent Shepard are in. Suddenly, whoosh, your eyes open, and your drone moves from this dormant um, sleep, very like deep sleep-like state into a not dormant and awake state. You open your eyes and you see a bunch of cyber ducks just walking around, looking at all the dormant. Now uh, you see like, uh, I'll roll. And I am aware that uh, cyber ducks could potentially pose a danger. Yes. Uh, right. so you see nine cyber ducks in this car. Um, and you can see that they've come from like the the doorway in between the second car and the first car. So you know that cyberducks are the byproduct. So sometimes your guys's uh, technology, this Digimagic, sometimes whenever they're doing the 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 binary fusion to make to store and compact all of these spells and do the stuff that makes your technologies Digimagic, your your civilization's Digimagic so potent and so precise and like mathematical uh sometimes glitches happen and these glitches because it's magical instead of just like being like oh my computer's shutting down and stuff it's like oh a random magical effect is happening and this particular one the cyberduck um virus causes from wherever the source is it just starts forming these cyberducks and there's they can be harmless or they can be not you know that um the the hens are are harmless and whenever you can tell the difference because when the hens quack if you listen hard they're actually saying not so it's like quack quack not 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 is there is there well, i think you're i think you're thinking of ducks there uh buddy boy didn't i say cyber duck 
He used that uh, hen several times. Doesn't a, doesn't a hen just cluck? Oh, a hen is also just the generic term for like a female, just a bird. A female duck is a hen? Oh boy, learn something new every day, I guess. Yeah, it's like a hen duck. Totally uh, Googling this to check you, by the way. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, and then... Uh, and then, Oh my... So oh, golly gee, they're called hens. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he just sounds like a northern Morty. Ah, <laughs> oh, gee, Rick. <laughs> All right. Uh, but then you also know... So those are harmless. Those will just, like, walk around and, like, try and eat stuff that you throw and just, like, sit on your lap and do a little duck dance and stuff. Um, if you like really work hard, they'll do the chicken dance, um, chicken dance, even though it's a little bit cross, cross species. They're cyber ducks, not cyber chickens, but it can still work virtually the same. Uh, but the, on the other side, there are the, the, the drakes and the drakes, if they get at, they'll do the same thing until they get gadgetated, (laughs) until they get agitated, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, until they get gadgetated. Uh, that's the official scientific term for it in this world. Uh, well, there, words get, are hard for you, eh? <laughs> once they get gadgetated, um, then they actually have these, like, teeth and, like, fangs that will, like, appear. Um, they're, like, super creepy because it's a duck and it just suddenly it's got fangs. Uh, and then it and all and just all of the swarm, they will start to swarm and they will just go ham and attack. Uh, they're extremely volatile. Um, so you, you see that because all the, the environment is very dormant and very peaceful and tranquil because you're sitting in a car where you're the only non dormant drone, but you don't know what, how, what the state of the rest of the cars are at, but that's the environment that you wake up into. Um, the, the train rattles a little bit as there's a little bit of an astral storm happening outside. You can see some astral lightning and, and astral storm clouds and stuff. And it's pretty pretty cool looking, but it's also giving just a little bit of turbulence. Not enough to agitate the, the cyber ducks, but right now, you seem to be good. <laughs> oh, I don't know about no ducks, but uh, in Bemidji, <laughs> we have snow. It's the that's, only city I know in the north. <laughs> that's so funny. My coworker's fiance lives in Bemidji. That's uh, that's. He's like my one friend at work. Your coworker's fiance. That's a that's a long stretch for a reference there. Okay, I could just call her my friend. How's that? She is my friend. My there friend lives in Bemidji. There you go. See, everyone's friends well, in the north. Okay. You gotta protect uh, yourselves from the wolves. <laughs> I say that uh, Agent, yes, uh, Agent Cage will uh, work his way down the front train car as carefully as possible, uh, avoiding touching any of the ducks. In fact, uh, very who, uh, cool. What other type what? of uh, people Sorry. are on the on the train car with me? Um. So. This car is just completely full of of drones from other hive minds. You you look at them and you I mean your guys' job is to like the department of nope sorry the Ministry of Internal Affairs uh, knows everyone else's business um, quite well. They're quite up in everyone's business. So here you can see um, there's a Connor, there's a Catherine, there's a few Calvins, there's a Candice, there's a Camille. You see a few Chesters, there's a Colton, there's a bunch of Coles, 
There's a couple Chidis, there's a Carlota, there's a few Calypsos. There's about 15 Cynthias in the next one. Uh, and then there's also uh, a Courtney. That's who you see immediately. Other than that, the train is a cylinder. Your train car is a cylinder mm-hmm. that has a 10-foot aisle. And on each side of the aisle is two chairs. And I believe that I said that there were a an amount of rows so that there are <laughs> 60 people when it's at max capacity. Um <laughs> Okay, that's this fine. is that's okay. also that the one where the pilot is. So you would see the pilot. The pilot is a drone as well. They are a hive mind. They are the hive mind known as Cecil. Cecil's the the main transportation driver. Cecil just well, loves trains and so <laughs> volunteers to drive every single piece of technology that none of the other hive minds want to drive on a regular basis. It just makes his life. Oh, so the drone is the pilot. This is the opposite of the U.S. military. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was clever. You, you hit a man with glasses. <laughs> yeah. The car is just full of other drones, and I can let some of my guard down. Yes, and then there's also nine cyberducks and you can see okay. outside right, the windows to this astral storm that's that's hitting you guys. And then there's the pilot up front. You can see that there is a cyber duck on the pilot's lap. And he's just kind of looking down. And he's like, oh, hey there, buddy. No. You just sit right there, all right? Don't do anything. I ain't doing nothing wrong. I'm just driving this here train. We're good. We are good. You're pretty Oh, cute. that's mighty suspicious. <laughs> and it... Oh, what does it take to get? Oh boy, oh boy, you're smiling at me now. Don't like this. Um, gonna call for help. That's right. I'll just have a different drone call for help. Okay, this is cool. We're good. <laughs> He's gonna keep going. <laughs> what does it take to get into the uh, the next car? Is there an easy door to open? It yeah, yeah. There's an easy door. Close? You just push a button. Okay, yeah, I'll kind of Agent Cage kind of turns and looks right. at the uh, the pilot uh, Cecil and just kind of shakes his head. Um, <laughs> in uh, oh, that's Cecil kind of way. Got you. Yeah, Cecil is one of the few members of the sixty four who his their drones. Sorry, I, I say his, but it's the, they're all days because. When you have like 60,000 bodies and all of them are androgynous. They, can, they say he sometimes. They say she sometimes. They, they say they. They say it. They, they switch it up. It's Pronouns are not particularly important to them and they don't fuss about it a lot. Unless you're that one particular. Like if you're like Candace, you're like all about pronouns. But everyone else mostly is kind of chill about it. Um, oh, classic Candace, eh? That's right. We are all, uh, yeah. All but Cecil is one of the few that. Save them and we. <laughs> uh, Cecil is one of the few that during like downtime just like mutters. Like his drones will continue. Okay. Um, they verbally process like th- their surroundings, and it's quite annoying. 
<laughs> um, yeah, so make a uh, make a duck check for me. Um, are you trying to like acrobatics around them? You trying to like stealth around them? Just be extra dexterous. What 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 you trying to attempt? Oh, I'm just stepping around them as if it was vomit on the floor of the train car. As if it was vomit on the floor. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, just being kind of careful in, in where I step. I mean, I assume there's not so many that they just are flooding the train car. Is that correct? Um, there are more coming from, like, the door opens, and you see a couple more, like, go through, and you can see that the car ahead of you is just, like, chock full of them. I'll jump back a bit. Um, can I peer into the train car and see if Abner Pursuit is there? Yes, make a perception or investigation. Nope, just perception. Just perception. (laughs) (laughs) And then just make a general survival check. I'll only make you do this uh, once unless you start devoting a lot of energy to something else. Uh, Just a general survival check to see how well you are able to navigate in between them with them moving and you moving and just not disturbing them. Okay. Um, Well, my uh, perception is a 10. No, no, a 9. Okay. You see a bunch of drones, you see a bunch of ducks, and you don't see Special Agent Shepard or Drek. Okay, and then... um, yeah, if I don't see them, and if there's too many ducks, I think I will just kind of charge through this car and make my way to the next car as quickly as possible. Um, I did get a 22 on duck avoidance. Awesome. So for your duck roll, you got a 22. Um, yes. So you're able to make it all the way back to the fourth car, like, miraculously. Um, the ducks are a little agitated, but they're not gadgetated yet. So... You get there, and Drek, the door opens as you're trying to connive or do whatever it is Drek does, and Agent Shepard's just not taking any of it. Um, I believe it's called uh, making excuses and being a rapscallion, eh? (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, and he's like, all right, quiet quiet down. This this could either be, if it says, I got to listen in here if if it's saying not or one, all right? So just be Fine. quiet I mean, for two glitching seconds. You kidnapped me. What do you mean, be quiet? Like, this is my choice to be here. You, it's not kidnapping. You didn't resist. I resisted it with my words. I'm not an idiot. I'm not going to fight you. <laughs> it's part of the legal system here. It's got my back. You just sit tight and just be quiet so I can, oh, hey, it's my boss. Hey, boss. Hey, boss. I uh, I smile very brightly, and this is a new person I'm introduced to. Uh, I got to the accent, sorry. Uh, this is a new person, um, so do I get to roll on the scoundrel table? Or because uh, he's a PC, this is not a thing? Yes, roll on the scoundrel table. Yeah, boy. That was less Minnesota and more... <laughs> kind of frat, but whatever. <laughs> uh, 18, eh? Okay. So it doesn't yep. hate me. <laughs> yep. Yeah, do I need uh, to make a roll against his 18? 
Uh, no, it's just like, this is just to see if like he'd actually met you in the past and you like seeing him realize, oh, this is that dirt bag <laughs> from that one time. Or, ah, or, gotcha. or, or you're like, hey, this is that, that, a uh, great guy, eh? <laughs> uh, yeah, but as a, but your, your feelings aren't affected by this oh. role. You haven't, you guys have not crossed paths before in any meaningful way. That's unfortunate. Ah, yes. Uh, ah. Cairo, it is good to see you again. And I take it that you are Abner Pursuit? I'm not sorry. Uh, he's not Cairo. He's Special Agent Shepard. Cairo what? is one of the uh-huh. 64. No, this is. Ah, uh, this guy's not. Sorry, uh, uh, this guy is not a drone. <laughs> is he no, he's not. Oh yeah, sorry. My bad. My bad. Yeah. So I forgot to describe him to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so this what you see is they are also bald, but they are a fire ganassi, and they have an eye patch over one eye. Um, they've got a MIA jacket and one of those, uh, badgy things that like the DEA wears, uh, because we all love the DEA and value them and support them. Derek. No, we don't. <laughs> uh, Derek said no one, no one cares about the DEA last week. So of all course right. I have, well, I, I have uh... to swing completely the other way. Um, <laughs> he's got a bit of, of while well, he is bald, his eyebrow uh, the one that you see is, is a little bit of fire, and he's got some five o'clock anti shadow um, of just like little little smoldering. He's he's constantly giving you the smolder. Um, hey, whoa, whoa! I was <laughs> never mind. All right, <laughs> that's too many jokes at once. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I was like, hey, boss. Uh, thanks for coming in and checking on me. I suppose I got this handled. But uh, glad to see you. We do have a situation here. Yeah, the situation is, I calmly and respectfully said I could return an item and then come with them for questioning because I recovered an item. But no, 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 he had to put me on a train and separate me from my friends who helped me recover this item. Boss, he volunteered information about the robbery before I asked him anything about it. Permission to put him on the list of suspects and not just as a sign of good faith. I felt like that was uh, me extending an olive branch to law enforcement, but no, not in your book. It's because you can't see me, but I'm shaking my head. Let us not jump to conclusion, Agent Shepard. I'm gonna add him, I'm gonna add him to the list of suspects anyway. I mean, uh, whatever. <laughs> Do as you please. The Tell truth Abner will come pursuit. out. I have quite a few questions for you. And I you, my good sir. You are a curator for Museum One, is that correct? That is what they tell me my job title is, and it's what appears on my desk when I come in in the morning. See, see how and he answered that. Suspicious. You... He didn't answer your que- he didn't answer your question. All right. He yes, said I'm, he gave I'm facts. A museum curator. He gave That's other what... facts. He's a, a liar, and he's a liar being... by nature. I was being cutesy. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll put my hand up to silence Agent Shepard. A prisoner shouting at the guy who arrested him. I was Sorry, being cutesy. <laughs> you're not. You're not a prisoner. You're a witness under witness protection. Yeah, that's the thing I like to tell you. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> Classic DEA. <laughs> okay. What are they? The uh, ATF now? I, I can the, uh, I can do them all. Yeah. I, uh, he stands Asian. back. He's like, all right, boss. I'll let you handle this for now. Hmm. <laughs> yes. Again, let us not jump to any conclusions. That's what pursuit. Did you recover the artifact or the item that you have brought into Agent Shepard in your line of while you were working as curator for the Museum One? uh, No. I mean, I'm sure you're well aware that this document is uh, far older than me um, and has been in the possession of the museum far longer than I not only have been employed, but have existed. I recovered it after it was stolen. Um, my friends have a little more information than I do. I was doing this as a, you know, my time off kind of thing. Hmm. Did you notify the DEA when the document <laughs> was stolen? The <laughs> <laughs> You're the Ministry of Internal Affairs. Sorry. <laughs> I was just making fun of the DEA. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I knew that myself, too. I was, uh, I got, it got mixed up in my head. I know that, I know who I will, I know who Agent Cage works for. It's an MIA. Anyway. Uh, Amazing. Did you notify the MIA when the document was initially stolen? Um, I was in pursuit of the document. I notified my employer to notify the ministry. Uh, I recovered the document. Um, and then the who whole, is the your employer? The museum. And who did you notify at the museum? The A name, please, of an individual. The host who runs it. Uh, um. <laughs> oh, so you notified a, uh, a hive mind. Is that correct? Yes. Derek, it's your employer. You're going to have to remember it. Otherwise, it's going to be consequences for Drek. (laughs) And you have the document with you here? Um, No, I I do not. That was why I was insistent that I don't come with you on this train. But Mr. Large and in charge over here, and I gesture to the... uh, Shepard was All like, right. no, look, you can't I'm, finish your I, goal. No, he's, he's right. He's lying. He would not part with it. It's right there on the inside of his jacket. Wait, what? I did not have it. Hang on. Uh, no, you've forgotten. <laughs> Derek, you have it for sure. Oh, well, all right. I can twist it. It's fine. <laughs> So I'll, I'll pull it out and I'll say, I honestly don't know if this is the real one. We had replicas in case one of us got captured. So none of us know who it is. None of us know which one it is. Right, Boom! There we roll, go. Can I roll for roll. deception? Because that, yeah, really that was a really good cover-up, I feel. You can it roll was for deception. Also partially true, I might add, because of the whole flip-floppy during the chase. There was well, no, uh, there's no doubles, age. so not really that true. Would Agent Cage know if it was a real document or not? I mean, um, you can roll, uh, roll. So you can roll insight if you would like, or you can just roll straight up investigation on the document. Uh, 27. 
for deception. Well, I can't really see the document right now, so I'm just wondering if I, if Agent Cage were to look at the document later on, would, would I be able to know if it was the real one? Uh, yeah, you'd be able to to figure out whether it's the real one. And uh, okay, so then you do get a sense that it's that this one that you have in front of you is pretty magical. It's it's got the hint of digit digit magic on it. So it's either a really good. Oh, fake so or so you pulled so pull it out. So I'm looking at it now. Right, Derek. You said you pulled it out, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, looking, okay. You are looking at it now. Uh, uh, before I do any uh, investigation of my own, um, I'll take a look around the car and see if it, this car is also just the drones, or if there's anyone else here. Um, this one is also just full of drones. At that moment, uh, everyone make a dexterity saving throw as there's a. <laughs> Of, of lightning and then of astral lightning and then a as the cars rattle a little bit. Ooh, a big old lightning striking, causing everyone what? fear. They call what? that my ex-wife, eh? What? 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 That's all the ducks that failed their saving throws. That's also the most annoying noise I've ever heard in my entire life, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good point. Eight. You you uh, don't listen eight. to these podcasts, so you don't have to hear your own voice. Oh wow! Ooh. <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. <laughs> but Agent also, Cage got an eighteen. He did. Oh, beautiful. Also, oh, a dex. apparently, since we sound alike, also kind of a dig on me. <laughs> uh, that's a that's a twenty-two, eh? Okay, uh, you guys are both fine, but you see several cyber ducks are just splat all over, and there's just one. Well, now there's five in this room uh, as several come flying through, and you can see them like what, 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 uh, and you see them. They open up their mouth, and their their fangs start to show. Um, and I need you guys to but up, but up, but up, but roll initiative. Oh my god. Do I have anything that can uh, help me with my initiative, eh? I really no, hope so. <laughs> just your initiative bonus, Derek. No, there's got to be something. I got to have some feet, eh? No, it's called your initiative bonus, Derek. I got I got evasion. <laughs> that's not <laughs> That's a feature. I... Once again. <laughs> feature. Fair yeah, feats and features, uh... same difference. Roll the 20. Agent okay. Cage got a 20. I, I rolled uh, the opposite of a 20. I rolled a 1. <laughs> oh, awesome. We're going the full <laughs> spectrum here. Oh, it's um, not, eh? Wait, wait, my bonus. Hang on. With my with my bonus. That's a that's a 3. Cool. How does... Drek only has a... Pl- oh, because you put all your stuff in charisma. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so at this point, there is just four, and they're all going to go at the same time. So there's four of these. No, sorry, I said five. There's five of these cyber ducks. Um, well, there is now only four because one of them splatted into the wind, wind uh, to the window so hard that it just dissolved and it's gone. And but the rest of them are going to go after. Well, in a bit. So, 
Agent Cage, you are up first. What would you like to do? You have no weapons. You have a tie that is loosely fitted around your your neck in a way that suggests that you've been working this shift for too long. You also have a button-down uh, slacks and shoes, also socks. Mm. Oh, slacks. Oh, you must be, like, over the age of 50. <laughs> I like and... it. Well, it, is it uh, obvious what has uh, aggregated these? Um, yeah, turbulence tones. and getting smacked into uh, the sides of the train probably did it. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, yeah, that'll well, uh, do it for me, too. Seems like a bad environment best. for them to be in. Oh, that was uh, evident from the beginning. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> Sometimes well, I have to spell things out for, you know, you know who. Hey, I know you're talking about me. No, no, not you, Uncle Grandpa. For the other you know who. Oh, boy. Then, uh, I will uh, do my again. best to... <laughs> I, I'll put my body in front of the... Uh, Independent declarative to protect it. From, <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah, I'll keep, a, I'll keep a real tight hold on this if you're going to keep protecting it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, would you like to do anything else with your turn? You want to take like the dodge action or anything like that? Or the block action? So you can block <laughs> an attack that comes my way. <laughs> um, apparently, I got to wait 45 years till my turn. <laughs> Derek takes the plot block action. Well, if uh, does um, Abner Pursuit still have the uh, independent yep. declarative? Still holding in his it. clutches. Yep, yep. He's holding it. Uh, indeed, um, indeed, he does. Oh yeah. By the way, he looks like a, I think I told you already, but he looks like an like an elf, like a, like a young. Ah, uh, it's because I am an elf, and therefore I cannot be charmed, eh? <laughs> that's not true. I don't think that's how uh, elves work. I think you're both wrong. <laughs> In Derek's world, elves can't be charmed. And in his mind, they can't be charmed. Can't be charmed, he, eh? He, convin- he, he goes for it so hard and unapologetically that the, <laughs> that the new girl in our D&D home campaign was very confused whenever <laughs> her elf build character wasn't just immune from every enchantment spell. Derek! She, she should have been. <laughs> no. All right. Um, um, yeah, I, I will uh, certainly. I'll take the. Um, actually, if um, I, I'll say to uh, Tabner Pursuit, hmm, please uh, hand over the uh, independent declarative now. We need to get you and it out of here. Cool. Uh, next up and uh, if he does okay. well I, I would like to okay, I guess cool, I'll yeah, take yeah. The, the dodge action if, if he doesn't hand it over otherwise I would have taken the dash action to get to the front cars to okay. get from this car to the, the third uh, we're in number, car number four is that correct uh, yes you're in car number four of five if I can grab one, it so it doesn't matter yeah, yeah. I'm going to try to okay. get to one. So if I can so get... So you want to hold... So it sounds to me like you're saying you want to hold your action to dash if he gives you... Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. All right. So that being said, Derek, you'll get to do whatever Drek wants to do on his turn. Next up is the Cyberdocs. 
they are agitated and so they are going to attack the person nearest to them so that would be um one is going for drek one is going for shepherd and two of them are going for mm, senior cage so um no disadvantage um because <laughs> you didn't take the dodge action you're ready in your action uh probably gonna hit um it's a 23 to hit oh boy (laughs) does that hit javi air it does indeed cool make a dc 10 constitution saving throw also you take one point of piercing damage Uh, does a 12 hit? I rolled a 9, so it, uh, I, I failed the save, so I took one damage, and I failed the save. Okay, cool. Uh, so with that failed save, you also take six points of poison damage. Uh, and then does a, does a, does a 12 hit? It does not. That's a miss. Yeah? What's your what's your AC? I don't rightly know, but I assume I your it's AC, higher than a 12. I think it's just a 10 because you have a plus zero dex modifier and you're not wearing armor. It's a, that, it's a, it's a base 11. Oh, base 11? I do. Well, don't. Nope. Stop. Don't quote me. Stop quoting me. Stop. Don't say that. <laughs> All right, Don't repeat well, what if, I'm saying. A, if it's base 10 or base 11, we still... It doesn't matter. Still, yeah, I still failed that. still hits. So yep. Cool, cool. Did you, uh, um, did you say don't quote me on a, on a recording? <laughs> <laughs> this is off the record. Uh, no, yeah. it is uh, very much not. <laughs> make a armor at all? Make a DC 10 constitution okay, saving. That is, that is base 10? Another. Make another constitution. I'm always, oh, okay. So uh, how much uh, did I take any damage on the first on that, on that from 12? the first one you took from the first one you you took one point of piercing damage and then six points of poison damage and then they mm-hmm. hit you again so you can take one point of piercing damage and then you gotta see if you and it's succeed. another failure awesome uh, in which case you take uh, <laughs> I rolled max damage you take eight points of poison damage uh, and I believe your character goes down. I, do, 10 do HP? the drones all have a certain base HP? Yep, four. Oh, I believe. Oh, <laughs> oh, I was joking. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is this is not a combat drone. This is just like a civilian. Uh, yeah, so you you go down. Um, Drek does a twenty-four hit. Yes. Make a Constitution 24. saving throw as one you of make them a bites on to the end of, bites on to the back of your of your leg as um what's his face falls in front of you absolute garbage uh constitution eh yep constitution eh wow yes. my constitution's a negative one. Oh my gosh <laughs> uh 17 eh okay uh so you succeed so you take one point of piercing damage and three points of poison damage what if i uh uncanny dodge that Let's go down then, to just uh, then you take no piercing. Then, then you take Counts one down. point of piercing damage. And uh, and how much uh, 
rounds down, so it's one point of poison damage, eh? Yes, and then one point of poison damage. Why doesn't but the piercing somehow round down? You're in... <laughs> because it's one. You, 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 can't, you can't negate damage with uncanny dodge. Just like I completely. wanna! <laughs> uh, Alright, and then you turn and see um, one attacks Agent Shepard, and he definitely moves out of the way. Uh, next up is his turn. And he's like, not today. And he pulls out his um, his disintegrator, uh, which is the the pistol that I, the black, sleek-looking, spacey, sci-fantasy pistol that I described last episode. Uh, Glock-like, almost. Like a mix between like a Glock and a Desert Eagle, but very slick and all one piece. And puts it in his hand, and it's like, Agent Shepard, you may fire. And he goes like, dang right I can. And then he shoots it and he absolutely, with a natural 19, he absolutely paced this guy. And it just, um, Mandalorian shooting Jawa style just vanishes. Um, And (laughs) turns, walks over um, to, uh, to Drek, puts one hand on his shoulder Right hand on the shoulder, left hand with the gun, and shoots. Uh, natural one. That one hits. That one also shoots hits. me. No, he shoots two more times. One of them misses, oh, and one oof. of them hits. Uh, and so he he shoots um, the duck that is on your leg, and it <laughs> is gone. And you're like whoa, because uh, if that had missed, that could have been real bad. Um, and he turns to you, he's like, uh, "All hey, right, we got to find the source of this, and we got to get off this." I don't got that many shots with this thing. It's powerful, but don't get a lot of ammo. So let's go. Uh, he he uh, tucks you down and then prepares to charge through uh, into where the source of the ducks uh, apparently are coming from. Kinda and that's where we'll end doesn't the narrative. Keep spare magazines. He's got a lot of spare magazines, but there are hundreds of ducks that you guys can see. Um, Why are there so many the ducks? Cars, the cars. I don't understand the ducks. Is this a joke that I'm missing? <laughs> Uh, that's the end of the narrative. Um, this has been a meta mystery round. So do you got collectively, you guys get three guesses at moments that are clues. So the moment could be like just a description of someone or an event that happened or a name or something like that. Uh, Curtis. There, I didn't, that's not a, that's not a moment (laughs) that happened. You said a name. You said a name. Yeah, it could be, but it has to be something that I mentioned. You mentioned Curtis, the, the, the I, pilot. I didn't, I didn't know his name is Cecil. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, I was about to mention Cecil. I had I'm no gonna, idea. Yeah, Cecil I'm going to have to oh, it's fine. update the bingo <laughs> board. Is my Derek guess. does not remember an NPC's name to, to literally save his life. <laughs> Yeah, that, I had no idea where Derek was going with that. I thought he was just, like, random, but it Cecil. definitely has something to do with Cecil and that duck on his lap. Lap duck. Yeah, Cecil. That's, okay, my, so I, that's what I meant you, to say. The, the, the moment of the duck being in proximity with Cecil is, uh, is a clue. Yes. Uh, two more. Two more guesses, then I'll ask you guys what you think the meta mystery is. Cecil controlling the duck. This better not be an invincible reference. Um, Is it the fact that Cecil, you were calling him a pilot, but he's actually a conductor? (laughs) Or that his name rhymes with diesel? Well, actually, hold on. 
I'm all I'm only going to use the first one as a guess. I don't want to okay. ruin our guesses. Um, yeah, I didn't realize that I that I did that, but <laughs> yes, that is an unintentional clue that I dropped. Ah, uh, see, I think I thought it was something specific because you had mentioned before about Derek being a pilot. Mm. Uh, so I, I didn't say anything at the moment because I thought you were being purposeful about it. Oh, I thought he was just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one more guess. We got one more guess. No, one and more clue before we get a guess. clue guess. Yes, one more clue guess. Um, I'm wondering. Say, uh, sidebar with Javier. I'm wondering if <laughs> it's about the the teeth on the ducks because that's that's weird. What? That that threw me. Duck teeth. The fact that the ducks have teeth. And they've got yeah, teeth. But really ducks got, do have got, teeth. Oh my man, gosh, Derek. Fangs. Learn about ducks for a second. Why they're, they're, one of about most, ducks? they're everywhere in our world. You see them all the time. Learn about yeah, ducks. Like, ducks have like teeth. Over there. Most ducks do just have like a row of fangs and a serrated tongue. I thought that was just like geese. Oh, is that geese? Oh, you know what? Uh, you, you might have got me there. That might just be geese. Okay, so maybe these aren't cyber duck. They're cyber geese. In which that... case, they're from Canada. Oh my gosh, we figured it out. It's all about Canada. Cecil <laughs> is a Canadian name. <laughs> all right, so do you guys have a guess for the third clue? It's Canada. No, I'm just kidding. Um... Uh, I, I mean, there's some, yeah, there's something in the ducks. There's something in the ducks in the lap. Um, are... Are all of the drones actually ducks? Um, so that's like not a clue asking question. <laughs> that's like a <laughs> giving some extra information about the world. Oh, sorry. Sort of question. Oh, I see. Sorry. You you want you want okay. This isn't yeah. So I, I, this I isn't dropped, our guess. I've, I've been dropping dropping meta mystery clues, and so this is like a, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. that thing was that a clue? And then so that no, I'm not I, just yeah. Okay, cool, cool. I, I get what you're saying. I, I was just kind of guessing what the bed of mystery was. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, fang okay. is a clue. I guess I guess I'll go with that. Sure. Yeah. Yes, the duck fangs are a clue. Now, do we so have are, a guess? What are our three clues so far? Duck fangs, uh, duck on the lap, and and he was called a pilot on a conductor. I thought that wasn't a clue. That was a clue. That was a oh, clue? Well, I, it wasn't intentional, but it is a clue. Oh, my oh gosh. but also the fact that there was a duck on his lap is a clue? Yeah. Yeah, it's also a clue. All right. And then, we Derek, do you, remember any, do you remember any clues from last week? Audience, shout them loud enough, and Derek will never hear you. <laughs> yeah, if you've stuck around, you know good <laughs> and well that I do not remember the clues from last week. <laughs> How are you not writing these down? I forgot to write it down. If you're playing every week, <laughs> you're like, you should be the one who's fully invested in this. Uh, it's got to be something with uh, flying then. You know what I have written down? I have time knob. Turning makes stupid time magic when you put in the same spot. I have runes equals GPS. I have third equals puts things in the box. And I have fourth equals punching does nothing. Those are my uh, notes. <laughs> dear dear audience, those are some notes that he actually took uh, during the part of the episode where we only have my audio. So, oh, nuts. Insight behind the veil. 
Cool. Uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to wrap this up. Male version of Abigail equals Abner Pursuit equals me. Cool. So I, I do need to I do need a guess about the theme. Uh, pretty. Because <laughs> my, my brother is sending pictures to the chat about what we're doing now, which means he's ready. <laughs> I have I have no proper guesses. Is it Ducktales? Is that your final know. answer, Derek? That's both my final answer. Uh, there is right. a pilot is in Ducktales, but there's nothing it is, about. It is not DuckTales. Uh, Javier, uh, uh, I'll give you an extra hint because I don't really have any more. Um, it's just going to get it's going to get revealed next time. Uh, I don't have any more hints to drop. Um, Javier, you said it had something to do with flying or planes. It, it does have something to do with flying or planes. Does that help at all? Warbird. Redtails. Uh, I'll give you some more hints. Agent Shepard is. Oh loose. my gosh! Nope. Is it? Uh, <laughs> is it Mass Effect? No. Ah. No. no. Agent Shepard is a conglomeration pseudo parody of a bunch of different Samuel L. Jackson characters. So it's something Samuel Avengers. L. Jackson was in. He has the eye patch from Avengers, but he's escorting some a witness. Is Samuel Jackson in like a on a train? A vampire has a bunch of male ducks, which are known as drakes. They're overrunning the plane. Too many. Gosh, there's too many glitch hacking drakes on this train. train. Yep, yep. (laughs) Bing, bing, bing. Catch y'all next week. It was, it was save, that's the snakes uh, on a train. Angry snakes on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! <laughs> all right, uh, and always remember, the most powerful magic of all is the magic of voice. Tide pods. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna list other CEO <laughs> videos. They're so funny. You have to all watch them. Just binge <laughs> them all. You'll probably lose weight. You're laughing so hard. Oh, now I got one too. <laughs> okay, guys, that's too much. Okay, I'm ready to go. That I'll, I won't get back later on. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs>